Welcome to the PH Journals podcast, where we explore hunting, wildlife management, and conservation. As hunters and conservationists, we know that hunting can be a powerful tool for wildlife conservation, generating revenue and promoting healthy ecosystems. Join us as we explore the latest research, interviewing experts and practitioners, and sharing stories from the field. Whether you're a hunter or conservationist, or simply interested in learning more about this somewhat controversial topic. Hi, my name is Dylan Love. I'm a professional hunter out of the southern tip of the dark continent. Join us as I believe hunting is our best conservation tool we have to offer. Hey guys, welcome back and a very special welcome to all the chaps that are ladies and gentlemen that are on my YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, now will be the perfect time for you to hit that subscribe button, turn on the notifications and wait until the end of the episode if you enjoyed it or not so you can drop me a thumbs up. Guys, once again, I'm sitting here in a usually um, privileged position and that's all thanks to you guys. We've had a wonderful, wonderful year. It's been incredible. I can't thank you guys enough for the amount of support, uh, love, sharing, you know, just everything across the board has been absolutely outstanding. It's it's truly one of the most humbling experiences I've ever had. And um, yeah, looking extremely forward to 2024. Um, we've got some really exciting stuff. And before I get into the podcast, of course, there are a couple of people that we need to say thank you to. Firstly, of course, Scully's Splitting Image Taxidermy, Max's Tires, um, FFS Outdoors, and PH Toolbox. Just the guys have backed me since day one. I am forever grateful, and uh, I look forward to taking this forward with you guys. With that being said, the podcast <clears throat> and, of course, PH Journals um, will be looking for sponsors come 2024. Our new contracts are out, so if there's anyone that would love to get on the PH Journals team, come along, sponsor the YouTube channel, sponsor the podcasting channel, um, it will be greatly appreciated, number one, and number two, we'll try our best to represent your guys' brands as best as possible when we're doing what we love, and of course, hunting conservation. Hunting is still one of the best conservation tools we have to offer. I personally believe that, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to 2024 to share my wonderful journey with you guys going forward. So, um, yeah, guys, like that, we've got so many exciting things. Um, the episodes of Cody Hilton are slowly going to surely but start dropping soon. Um, we've had we've gone through the final stages of editing uh the first episode hopefully will come out by the end of the week i'm really looking forward to that one we've worked hard at this um and we're looking forward and a big shout out to the tundra safaris for setting that one up if you guys would like to get in touch with them for your next safari adventure head along to tundrasafaris.co.za where you can find out more or tundrasafaris.com um yeah guys but with that being said we've got an interesting topic today and it's it's I kind of mentioned it yesterday on the golf course where um, fate, fate has a point to prove. Um, and with that being said, the topic is all about a lot, a lot of these forums, especially you go into a lot of these forums, these hunting forums or Facebook pages, whatever it may be, where guys share stories about unhappy experiences. The thing about that is, is that you're sharing your happy, your unhappy experience across the board, which I completely respect. 
But when you're in those situations, there's nothing more that you guys can do. You feel like your hands are tied. You feel like you don't know if this is the correct decision or not. What do you do? How do you get out of it? Do you get out of it immediately? Do you ride the wave until you until the end of your 10-day safari and then see a way out and then head along to social media? It's been an incredible experience to watch how many outfitters out there are prepared to open their doors if you find that you are having a bad experience. This was an interesting one for me because of, you know, oftentimes I hate negativity when it comes to the industry. However, being a professional hunter and an outfitter myself now, it's it's kind of important to see what people are doing out there that are jeopardizing our name, number one, and number two, to try and better your business so that you don't make those same mistakes. <clears throat> one of the most common things that I've picked up is that people, outfitters and professional hunters are taking chances out there with illegal activities. And now I'm not meaning going out and shooting rhino and cutting off rhino horns and sending that away. No. I'm talking about practicing without the correct licensing, not converting the correct paperwork, permits aren't in place, and hunting species on other properties out of season. And these, these situations are, are common situation in the industry. Common. We've got youngsters that are out there in the industry. They've just acquired their um, professional hunting license. However, they are practicing dangerous game activities without a dangerous game license. Professional hunters and outfitters know in South Africa the tedious process that you have to go through to acquire your dangerous game license. And what does that say for the gentleman like myself and so many other wonderful professional hunters out there that have gone through the effort, that have gone through the workload to acquire our licenses, to make sure that we are hunting these animals not only with the utmost respect, but we're hunting these animals for conservation purposes and to make sure that our clients are safe at all times. That's probably one of the most important things. Client safety has got to be a priority when you're hunting dangerous game licenses. So to send an individual out into the bush without the correct paperwork and without the correct license to hunt a dangerous animal, not only are you putting that client's life at risk, but you're putting our industry as a whole at risk. And now over my, my last quick little YouTube episode I did on tipping, um, I have received tremendous amount of negative feedback on that from outfitters and I obviously I don't respond to it because I've kind of got to that point in my career where I'm doing this for the best possible solution and the best possible outcome for my fellow professional hunters because like I've said before professional hunting is definitely one of the the forefronts the front line of the conservation efforts that we are trying to protect and look after in South Africa. And I had some time to think about it and I often thought, I often came to the conclusion, and I could be wrong, but it, 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 was, it was a broad perspective on the negative comments that came through, where 
guys would lambaste me for, oh, you're showing a negative light for our industry. You're undermining uh, the outfitters. Uh, the outfitters work just as hard as the professional hunters. I've never once disputed that, ever, never, ever, ever. The fact of the matter is, is that if you're prepared to take a professional hunter's tip at the end of the safari to your bank account and pay him out only 50% of what was what was given to him or left behind for him, and you come with some bullshit excuse, bank charges, this charges, tax, VAT, all this sort of stuff, there's no excuse for that. And I've often looked back and said, well, if these guys are prepared to get upset with me about something like that, then they often are the ones that are getting involved in these legal, illegal activities. So just yesterday, we had a situation, we were on the golf course, and um, a friend of mine received a phone call, and he he did really well. He did really well. I was super proud of him. The phone call came through, and... The outfitter inquired him to hunt a dangerous game hunt. So the buffalo was on the package. And he looked over at me and he said, not only am I confident in my own ability, I am not prepared to take a chance on somebody else's life and jeopardize anything involved with our industry. And I looked back at him and you know, I thought, for somebody to turn a paycheck down and for the betterment of the industry, not only is his heart in the right place, but his ethics and morals are too. And he's learned that over time. And unfortunately, he hasn't put in the time and effort to inquire about his big game license. But with that being said, to be the type of person to turn a paycheck down and to turn an opportunity down at a new safari company with new possibilities and new opportunities to turn it down because you've got the best interest at heart, it's very, very admirable. And I respect that out of anything else. So, yeah, guys, and so to answer the question again is how do you familiarize yourself with doing the illegal stuff when you come out to South Africa in a safari? Well, you have to ask questions. Number one. Number two, platforms such as the podcast are great ways to um, to gain knowledge on what is possible. And number three, forums. Ask around in forums. Nine times out of ten, there will be an individual on there that's hunted multiple times and has some sort of idea about the situation we had a situation the other day just literally the other day our season closes at the end of august and just the other day we had a a situation where a gentleman uh, an outfitting company uh, professional hunter hunting for this outfitting company and this outfitting company is renowned for putting a lot of pressure on their professional hunters not only to complete their packages but to try and shoot as many animals as possible so already there there's red flags so This poor professional hunter, you know, threatened by job opportunities. And of course, his stake um, in the outfitting company as a professional hunter um, put under pressure, said to him he needs to shoot a kudu within the next three days. 
hits panning stations. There's nothing in the property that they are hunting that is CAE, so Certificate of Adequate Enclosure, where you are allowed to hunt kudu year-round. Our kudu season starts at the end of uh, May and it finishes at the end of August. Uh, there are special criteria, and if you haven't yet, head along to one of the podcasts. Um, I think it's under the Constitution, uh, sorry, the Conservancies and Proclamations and all that. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, this professional hunter phones a cattle farmer, low fence, no CAE. Um, so so kudus, kudus are out of season. Heads along there, phones the farmer up, says to him, listen, um, I want to come and hunt a kudu. I've got three days to get a kudu. Um, and the farmer, unaware of what the proclamation actually says and does, or so, so he said, um, went along and agreed to this coming out. Cut a long story short, the professional hunter landed up on the on the premises, shot the kudu bull, beautiful kudu bull, uh, for that to be said, and drove off into the sunset with his clients and everybody was happy. The problem lies is that, number one, the ethics, morals and values are not seen. Number two, if that gentleman gets caught with that kudu on the back of his bank, bucky out of season without a trans, transporting permit off the premises, who's liable? Professional hunter, outfitter, outfitter can push it off. Alfred can say no, you know, he had nothing to do with it. Push the blame onto the professional hunter. The professional hunter and the landowner therefore becomes the front line of what should have been an avoided situation. So these are the things you guys need to take into consideration. You know, ask the questions. Okay, well, we've been hunting high fence now for the last seven days. Why all of a sudden are we shifting over into a low fence ranch? Is this all legal? Are we out of season? Are we in season? Um, you know, ask all these questions. It makes the trip a whole lot more comfortable and it makes a lot more sense. When I look back at it and I say, okay, well, if these clients are feeling uncomfortable in their situation, what happens? What happens? Like like I mentioned earlier, do they just ride their wave? Do they they finish a safari, get home, tell everybody what a terrible time do they have? Is there a platform that they can go to and say, listen guys, I've been here for three days, my bed hasn't been made, my washing hasn't been collected, I'm having a terrible time, is there anyone willing to fit me in for the next seven days? I leave on such and such date out of this and this airport. Um, Let's make a plan. I'm telling you right now, 80% of any outfitting company will pick up the phone and say 100%. Let's let's accommodate you. Let's get you what you need to be done. Because I myself don't want to ever see our industry come under fire or be in any sort of situation where we we have bad light shed on us because of a couple of individuals or a couple of companies that aren't prepared to um, do their work <clears throat> and platforms such as myself ph journals on instagram facebook wherever you may be drop me a message i will be more than happy to try and pair you up with an outfitter that's reputable and that can assist immediately collect you wherever it may be and don't feel bad this is the thing guys is that 
what what us as professional hunters and and outfitters often forget is how hard you guys have had to work, budget, and prepare for your safari going forward. There's a lot of individuals out there that is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And because the industry has become so commercialized, especially here in South Africa, and that's why I've slowed down so much is because I've never wanted to have that sort of blueprint within my within my brand. I've never wanted to become commercialized. I wanted to be specialized, base it on experience, base it on personal attention, and intimate. It needs to be intimate so that everyone can have a full, wonderful experience. <clears throat> the thing we need to understand is, is that if you are unhappy at any given time, and you feel that it's your right, it's your personal right because it's your money that you feel that this is not where you want to be right now I highly recommend that you push off you have the guts to say listen I'm out I'm not doing this again this is this is my money and I want it done correctly it's an important obligation, it's an important role that you guys play because, and I'm speaking to clients now, because when the situation arises, we need strong individuals to stand up and say, listen, I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with how this is going. I don't feel like this is legal. I don't feel like this is correct. Ask those hard questions. And if they turn around to you and are dishonest, you don't really want to be doing business with them. And this will help the industry wean out those that are unethically trading, unethically putting their professional hunters in very bad positions, and lastly, but unethically putting their their clients in very tough, tough um, situations. So there was always a saying that I used to, I loved, I still love it, is um, how do we know we're in the good old days when the good old days have passed. How do you know you're in that moment? How do you know that you're in that moment of uncomfortable, unethical, and unmoral behavior when you're constantly telling yourself, oh, no, well, maybe tomorrow will be better. Oh, no, maybe the next day will be better. You know, maybe let me just see out the safari, and when I come back next time, I'll maybe make a few changes and pick another safari company. I highly encourage you guys to pull out there and then change the system, change the way people, and we'll also force those outfitters to pull their fingers and say, no, listen, we can't have this happen again. We need to we need to make sure that our clients are happy continuously over a 24-hour or 24-7 period because a lot of outfitters out there can definitely get complacent. And it's up, it's up to you guys to keep them on their toes. So, yeah, guys, it's, um, you know, I often think, I think back in my career and I think how many times I've heard unhappy clients, you know. And I would, <clears throat> if there's any clients out there that would love to come onto the podcast, share their stories. No names that need to be mentioned, but share their stories and help other people become aware of what they need to look for, what they need to understand, Um you know, there's a lot of us out there that have got the best interest at heart. 
and more more than half of the industry does and no trade show is going to tell you that um, no facebook page is going to tell you that just purely on the ground experience is going to be able to tell you what you're really in for at the end of the day and it's up to you guys to take that responsibility into your own hands and pull out when things get uncomfortable so yeah um <clears throat> that's it for this this week's episode of the podcast you know it's been it's been a wild ride and i, I, I have i've done a lot of these these episodes now and i like to share positive stuff and but you know for me to do that we have to go through the bad bad parts and that's trying to make people aware and trying to make people comfortable in coming out to south africa because it is a beautiful place it's a wonderful place to share experiences share hunting adventures and of course share moments in life with individuals that are passionate about what they do and to help conservation because at the end of the day not a lot of of us know how long how much longer this is all going to be around you know there's constantly people out there trying to bombard this whole thing and and sabotage our industry because they believe their beliefs is what's right what will make things right what will make things better and uh me you and everyone else out there in the industry knows that that's a bullshit story so yeah guys it's 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 very very fun to to do what i do but at the same time it's heartbreaking to see what other individuals are taking advantage of so once again i can't encourage you guys enough to to take a stand and make a difference so yeah with that being said um no more negative episodes until the end of until the end of the year i'm hoping to do a couple more podcasts we will be closing off the podcast on the first of december um however i'll still be active on social media i'll still be active on youtube so don't think you guys are going to get rid of me just yet (laughs) it um but yeah once again guys we're almost on i think we're on 1.8 million downloads at the moment which is exceptional we're back on youtube so those of you watching youtube don't forget to like subscribe and if you enjoyed this episode drop a thumbs up but um yeah we we're back on all platforms we're ready we're going to hit 2024 running um i've got some massive massive plans for 2024 and some really exciting adventures um, I'll be doing a lot of um, self-filmed hunts. Um, I'll have a cameraman with me on some of them and then a lot of hunts with my clients as well. So I'm really, really looking forward to that one. <clears throat> I'm super excited. We were actually at an auction this past weekend buying a couple of, of animals and, and hunting opportunities. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you guys would like to know any anything more, hit me up on any one of my social media platforms. I'm on Instagram now. Uh, TikTok. Um, I'll put all the handles down below and you guys can head along, like, share, follow, do what you need to do. If you want to contact me, by all means, um, I'll try and respond as quickly as possible. And then, um, yeah, if you guys would like to find out more about my adventure, my story, head along to phjournals.com. There's some wonderful, there's pretty much everything there. And uh, you guys can get a full scope of where I've been, what I've come from and where i'm where i would like to go and then um yeah like i said if you guys would like to come on to the podcast tell your story hit me up we'll make it happen um and last but not least remember 2024 spots are open now for sponsorship if you guys would like to get involved in any way 
Um, it doesn't have to be anything monetary value or anything like that. Um, hit me up, let me know, and let's make it happen. So for myself, if you are, happy hunting. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed, stay humble. We'll catch up with you guys soon. Cheers. The Journal is brought to you by Treason. Don't just blend, become. Splitting Image Taxidermy. Worth remembering. Maxis Tires. Covering pHs over any terrain. Magnum Archery. Scullies. The little things are what makes life wonderful. Vanandi Blends. Changing the game. FFS Outdoor. Versatile gear for any situation. PH Toolbox. Helping you make your own adventure.